Hello and welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast. The elements are a metaphor, a simple organizational system to help us understand business and ourselves as business owners. And they are the components of nature, the roots of magic, and the building blocks of life. We all have some aspects of life and business where we thrive and others that are more challenging. By looking at these things elementally, we remove shame and judgment and can discern which elements would help us bring ourselves into balance. Earth, root chakra, Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo. Earth rules the parts of business that keep us safe and secure as we do our soul work. Sustainability, finances, contracts, systems, our core values, and clarity about exactly what our medicine is and how we fit into the ecosystem are governed by Earth element. Air, heart and third eye chakra, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Air rules our big vision, our ultimate picture of success. It's where we connect our medicine to a mission and decide what kind of impact we want to create during our time on this planet. Water. Sacral Chakra, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. This is the realm of our emotions, and business is emotional. How we feel about people, ourselves, visibility, uncertainty, how we handle stress and disappointment, all of this and more affects how you navigate your business. Water Element is where we learn to resource ourselves and expand our capacity to hold the big feelings that come with doing our work in the world. Fire. Solar plexus chakra, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Fire is where we take our gifts, our uniqueness, and our creations, and we blaze them out into the world. All things selling, marketing, and the day-to-day actions of running our business are ruled by fire. Too much fire and we burn out. Not enough and our business never makes it off the ground. And spirit, crown chakra. Every good gardener knows the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Spirit rules the faith required to keep tending your business long before you've seen a single sprout of evidence that it's growing. No matter what you believe in, spirit element is what you travel through after you leap and before you land. Life thrives when all of the elements are in balance. So do you, and so will your business. To find out your dominant element, take our quiz at intuitiveedgecoaching.com quiz. Now let's get into today's episode. And with friends, thank you so much for being here. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to share the Aquarius season reading for the collective with you. Yesterday, the sun and Pluto moved into Aquarius and it is a big deal. When we get into the episode, I'm going to get a little bit more into what that means, but this is probably one of the most intense 10 days that we're going to have all year. Uh, So congratulations to you for getting through it. There are big changes afoot for you, for me, for everyone. If you are going through major life upheaval and changes about the systems in your life and how you relate to things, uh, just know you're not alone. It is, it's happening all around us and it's meant to, uh, it is all for the good. So in a second, we're going to get into this reading. 
Before we do, I have one announcement. I have a brand new program that I just released and it's called the SCALE Mentorship. And SCALE is an acronym I created that stands for Systems, Courses, Automation, Leadership, and Expansion. This offer will become a mastermind, but before it does, I want to take a small group of entrepreneurs. Uh, and when I say a small group of entrepreneurs, I mean I want to take a small number of entrepreneurs through the program as a private mentorship to test out the framework at a reduced price. So this offer is for established solopreneurs who are maxed out at their current level. So you have a proven one-on-one -on -one or done-for-you offer. It works, you're making money, but you have reached the max on how many clients you can take for how much time you have available. You're doing everything yourself. And while your business is working, you don't have the time freedom or the financial freedom you'd really like to have in your business. I always think of our business like a party. You may have heard me talk about this before, especially when it comes to marketing. So I want you to imagine you're throwing a party and you have 10 plates, 10 cups, uh, 10 napkins, and a couple pizzas. Well, that's great if you only want 10 people to come over. But what if you want 100 people to come over? You do not have things in place to serve more people. And if you did have more people come, it would be a disaster. Before you can scale, you have to design your business to scale. You need a scalable model. So many people start out and they don't realize that the model that they're using is not scalable. They design a small party and that works at the beginning but once they want to grow, they realize quickly it doesn't work anymore. If you are nodding along going, oh my gosh, this is me, I would love for you to apply for SCALE. I'm going to tell you just a little more about it. As I said, SCALE stands for Systems, Courses, Automation, Leadership, and Expansion. This is a six-month private mentorship, and I'm going to lead you through each of these things month by month. So in month one, we work on your systems. A business cannot scale unless it has the system in place to handle a larger number of customers, a larger number of orders, a larger demand. So this can be onboarding and offboarding, payment systems, marketing systems, systems for how you deliver your products. It can be workflows for daily tasks. Every time you do something in your business, it should have a streamlined, simple, delegatable system behind it. So we're going to audit your business and look at all of your systems and make sure that your systems are prepared for you to serve a larger number of people. In month two, the C, it stands for courses. This also, I just use courses because it fits in the word scale, but it's courses, digital, or group products. So if you have only one-on-one -on -one or done-for-you service offerings, that is wonderful, but those are not scalable. You will always reach a point where you've match, maxed out your client roster, and the only way you could make more money would be to raise your prices or to hire other yous to do client work. But if that's not what you want to do, or if that's not all you want to do, if we want to really serve the maximum number of people and make a bigger impact, we're going to have to add digital products or group products to your product suite. This can be anything from courses to eBooks to an app or templates, anything that you can deliver to people without having to serve it in person one-on-one. -on -one. Creating scalable offers is the second step in your scale framework.
Month three, we focus on automations. So at this stage, we're gonna build out an automated delivery system for what you created in month two, and we're gonna automate as many other things as we can in your business so that we free up your time. Not everything needs to be done by you, but also not everything needs to be delegated to another person. Many tasks can be automated to save you time and money. These can be daily tasks, marketing automations, welcome email sequences, lead generations, past client follow-ups. There are so many things that can be automated. And once you automate them, they are set it and forget it. It also means that everyone who comes into contact with your business has a more cohesive experience. Everyone is having the same experience because you don't have to worry about forgetting any steps. Those steps are all going to be done the same way every time. In month four, we focus on leadership. So if you've always been either an employee or a solopreneur, hiring in your own company might be your first foray into management and leadership. So how do you build a company culture that people love working at? How do you create a place people love to work? How do you enroll people into a shared vision so that they care about your company just as much as you do and they stay with you for the long haul and they take pride in their work? All of that is driven by your leadership, how you lead yourself, how you lead others, how you lead your customers to take empowered decisions. All of these things are critical for you to be able to scale your business and grow your company. In month five, we move into expansion. So at this stage, we're putting everything together and you're going to start to feel a pull happening within and without, as above, so below. You're going to start to feel your edges and you're going to notice where you need to expand your own capacity to receive more, more money, more clients, more attention, more questions, more responsibility, more visibility. Scaling means more. And you might think you're ready now, but your body is going to show you for sure if you are ready. So we're going to use this last, uh, this fifth month to focus on your reactions and your responses to the predictable wobbles that are going to arise as you experience this growth. And we're going to work on stabilizing your nervous system so that you can become the version of yourself who can hold and handle all that you're working to call in. In month sixth, integration. So this final month is all about fine tuning. I'm available for your questions, further expansion support as you prepare to exit the container and manage the growth on your own through this level up and through the next and the next after that and the one after that and the one after that. This is going to be an incredibly powerful and impactful program. If you have been stuck at your current level and you know you want to grow your business, but you haven't been able to figure out how to get to that next level and you know your business is not designed to work if a hundred more customers or 500 more customers or a thousand more customers show up, this is what you need. Your business is easy to scale when it's designed to scale and that is what I'm going to help you do one-on-one -on -one in the beta round of the scale mentorship. There are two different versions of this offer that you can choose, a done with you package and a done for you package. In the done with you package, I'm going to show you exactly what to do and I'm going to support you through doing it yourself. That package is $5,999 for the whole six months total. The done for you package, I'm going to show you what to do, 
but also I'm going to lend you my team. So one of my team members will build your backend systems for you with a custom Notion build for your business backend. And I will be providing you with a virtual assistant for three months to support you with, automa uh, with automation and implementation. And that version of the program is $9,999. And again, comes with a custom systems build and a virtual assistant for three months. So in that leadership uh, phase, especially, I will be helping you delegate and manage a team member. So if it's your first hire, that is going to be very, very valuable and impactful for you to have. The only way to get one of these spots, I'm only taking a max of five people through this private offer. And again, it will never be this cheap again. And in the future, this will probably be a group offer. Uh, the only way to get one of these spots is to apply. And I'm going to leave a link in the show notes so that you can check it out. I would love to support you through scaling your business in 2024. All right, that's my announcement. Thank you for hanging out with me. I know that that was a long one. Uh, and now we're going to get into your Aquarius season reading for the collective. Let's get it. Let's go. Today, the sun has moved into Aquarius and so has Pluto. Pluto is a generational sign, a transpersonal sign. It's the first time Pluto has stationed in Aquarius uh, for 248 years, so it's a big deal. It's going to be here for 19 years. So today is the first day of the rest of your goddamn life in a very literal way. And this reading gives me big Pluto and Aquarius vibes. This reading gives me everything you know is changing, everything is getting shaken up to the core vibes. And I'm excited to share it with you. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in. So Aquarius is a sign uh, they're the water bearer, but it's an air sign. And one of the ways that I think about Aquarius is that it like gathers up all of the emotions, all of the thoughts, all of the concepts of everyone in the world and like transmutes them into new forward thinking kind of radical ideas and then pours them back down to humanity. Aquarians think differently. I have an Aquarian brother. I've been in a long relationship with an Aquarius. If you are an Aquarius or if you loved an Aquarius, then you know they think a little different. They are aliens walking among us and uh, we love them for that. And so Aquarius deals with the people, capital T, capital P. It deals with thoughts about humanity and how things should work. Aquarius is not super concerned with convention uh, as much as it is concerned with progress. And I think you're going to feel that in this reading. So we always do the same six cards. Let me rephrase that. We always do the same six questions. Uh, and I'm reading from the Sacred Oracles deck. And then I'll give us a shadow that we need to focus on for the season. Uh, so the first card is about where we're at right now, what's going on right now. And the card that came up for us is after the storm. And this card indicates that either there's been a big upheaval in your life recently or one is coming and you can kind of feel it. 
And the thing to remember about a storm is that it's not necessarily a negative thing, right? Think about the phrase high pressure system. That's what a storm is. The world that gathers up all of this pressure, this atmospheric pressure, and it releases it through the storm. And the storm itself can be really intense. And then afterwards, things are clear and things are bright and the air is crisp and plants can grow and things get cleared away. So the aftermath of the storm is a really beautiful thing. But this is suggesting that there's been a big event in your life or there is one coming. And this doesn't have to be a big external thing. It can also be internal pressure. It can be like your emotions have been building up, letting you know that something in your life is not working for you. Something is wrong. Something is not going the way that you want it to. And this card also kind of suggests you're a little bit afraid of the storm. You're afraid of the upheaval part. And this says, look, the storm is going to come either way. So you can either try to grip and try to cling and try to resist it, or you can like act like you're on a roller coaster, put your hands up and scream and just accept that the storm is going to pass through. It might be a little easier if you don't resist and that on the other side of it, everything that needs to be cleared out of your life is going to be cleared. Everything that needs to be brought to the surface to be examined is going to be brought to the surface. The results of the storm are the goal. And so if you're going through the storm right now and you are like, this is really heavy and I'm scared and I don't want this change, let go, let it happen. Trust that everything is happening for your highest good. If you have been feeling the pressure build up, but you're resisting, acknowledging it and moving through it. You've got to, you've got to acknowledge it. You've got to move through it. You have to stop resisting. Uh, and if you're just coming through the storm and you're like looking around at your life, like what the fuck happened, then this is a great time to really consider what got brought to light during this time that I now need to be focused on. The block that you're having, the reason you may be resisting the change, resisting going into the eye of the storm, resisting the pressure, is in the world, not of the world. Basically, there's something... Like sometimes we need our defenses, sometimes we need our conditioning, sometimes we need our uh, conditioned ways of thinking about the world and ourselves and what's going on, and other times we don't, and this is a time when you don't. You are being called to let go of something that is specifically related to your way of viewing time, productivity, and money, control. You're being asked to let go of any rigidity of views that you have. And if there's resistance to changing things, it's because of your views about time, productivity, or money. This is about your relationship to abundance and trusting that everything is going to work out the way that it's supposed to, that all of your needs are going to be met, that you're going to be okay, that you can trust life, that you can surrender, that the way of doing things um, as it comes to your work, your time, your money has not been working, but you're like, you feel like you can't let go of it. You feel like the only way to get more is to work harder. You're burning yourself out. Everything that you're dealing with related to time money, and productivity is what needs to change. You need trust. This card is all about understanding that like you are 
in the world not of the world, that you are a divine being, that you are divinely protected, that you are cared for, that all your needs are going to be met, that hard work is not the only way to get things done, that you trying to control everything, especially you trying to control time, is not going to work. And so if you've been really stuck in this thing of like, I can tell that what's going on in my life, the way that things are going isn't working for me and I really want to make changes. I'm hating what's going on in my life right now, but I feel like I can't make changes because of something related to time, money, or work. This is like saying you got to let that go. You need to trust that everything's going to be okay and that the way you've been doing things is not the only way. It will be okay if you let go and surrender and trust the process a little bit. If you do that, the gift that will come of it is new birth guarded vigilantly. This card talks about whatever's on the other side of this transition for you after the storm, after being like, okay, hands up, I surrender. I understand that my ways of thinking about time, money, and productivity are not serving me. I need to surrender into trust. I need to surrender into faith in abundance that I will be provided for, that everything will be okay, that working hard and trying to control everything is not the solution to getting me the things I want. On the other side of that, you're going to be very different. And what may come of that could be a new relationship. It could be a new job. It could be a new business. It could be a new project, but it could also just be a new way of operating in the world, a new way of being for yourself. And this needs to be protected. When something is new, I always think about this little sprout here. When something is like when you're planting a new seed, you might put it like in a little cup with a little napkin until it sprouts. And then from there, you might like let it sprout a little bit and then move it into a tiny pot. And you might keep that tiny pot in your kitchen and you're still tending it and watching over it, keeping it safe and watering it. And then when it gets a little bigger, you might put it in a slightly bigger pot and put it in the window and you're still keeping it safe and tending it and watering it. And then when it gets bigger and stronger, you can put it outside when you know that it can deal with the elements and it can be exposed and it's going to be okay. That's going to be you after this process. You need to like keep to yourself the people who are already trustworthy in your life, the people who are resonating on the same vibe that you're about to be on, the people who already believe the things that you're coming into believing, the people who speak positivity over you, who encourage you. Those are the only people you can let around whatever new development comes of this for a little while, while it gets strong and sturdy, while you really get acclimated into this new way of being in your life. This is also about your sanctuary. So it can be your body. It could be your home. It can also be your mind and your thoughts. You want to keep those things pure, for lack of a better word. You want to keep those things sacred. You want to keep them clean. So this can be like a cleanse down of your home, but also like not letting certain people into your space during this time, not letting certain people come over. I'm not trying to yuck anybody's yum. I'm not trying to kink shame nobody, but like, don't let any old person be coming to your house during this period. Don't let anybody bring any old energy into your room right now. If you understand what I'm saying, be very protective of the space. Be very protective of your physical body. Be very protective about whose energy you allow close to you. Also like 
just on the old school magic, sweep your house from back to front, blow cinnamon through your front door, um, put a line of salt around your door, um, do like cleansing and protection uh, oils in your bath products and in your hair products. Just keep everything sacred during this period and close to you so that you can nurture this period of change and transition. Also, where it comes to your thoughts, just be really aware of allowing negative thoughts to seep in, allowing um, negative self-talk trying to talk yourself out of change, trying to tell yourself you don't deserve stuff, like anything that starts to crop up, you have to be a hard no to anything that is negative and trying to talk you out of what you're doing. So even if the person who like is bringing shady energy to what you're doing is yourself, you need to be a hard no to that. And you have to be very vigilant about protecting this new energy until it gets so normal in your life that you can withstand a little bit more kind of jostling about what's going on with you. So the way to deal with other people during this time, the card we got is visions of life beyond death. And this card is really interesting in this placement of how to deal with the outside world during this transition, because it basically suggests that like you're seeing things very differently. You're perceiving things very differently. Your experience of things is changing. So and it's all in the direction of truth. You're just seeing things more clearly and you're experiencing a deeper level of truth, a spiritual level of truth. So things that didn't used to bother you before are bothering you now. Things that um, bothered you before don't mean anything to you anymore. They're just not a big deal. The people that you used to be comfortable with, you may not be comfortable with right now. People that you didn't used to like being around that made you uncomfortable, you like might like being around now. Something is changing in how you deal with people. And so I would especially say to look at things that used to really bother you that just you're like, oh, that it turns out like now that I'm on this different thing and I have this different perspective, those things are just not important. I was worried about the wrong thing. That is sign that you're growing. And if there's a little part of you that feels embarrassed, you're like, oh my God, I cannot believe I ever made such a big deal out of that. Don't worry about it. And like being cringe at your past self is a sign that you are growing and evolving. And you can just be like, like they're like, it's reading your teenage journal. You're like, oh, bless my heart. I was so sweet that I used to really worry about that, but I don't anymore. And that's okay because I am evolving and this is proof that I'm evolving. Um, same with people around you. Like if you've been tolerating behaviors from people that are kind of corrosive to your spirit or reinforce this old way of doing things that is no longer working for you. And you were like, yeah, it's fine. I can be around it. It's not that big a deal. In this place, you might be like, no, actually it's a really big deal. I cannot be around people who talk like that right now. I can't be around people who think like that right now. I need more space for my healing. I need more space for this change. So your guidance for dealing with the outside world during this time is really about um, paying attention to what feels true for you now and honoring it, honoring, honoring it, honoring it, um, trusting that the things that feel true for you now are accurate, even if they're different than what was true for you, even a few months ago, doesn't matter. What's true for you now is what you need to be paying attention to and how you need to be navigating, especially your conversations with people in your social situations. 
So coming into guidance from your higher self, your spirit guides about how to deal with this transition. We've gotten this card recently, I believe, and it's going beyond normal. They're basically wanting you to know like, yeah, you're not meant to be normal. You're not meant to live a normal life, but also this stuff about time, money, um, productivity, work, uh, your old conditioning, your old ways of doing things, all of that like earthly society-based, like this is how you do stuff. There's only one right way, straight A student, high achiever, like all that stuff. Um, it has a place. It's not bad, but it's not the only type of wisdom and it's not the only type of intelligence. There is also your creativity. There is also your intuition. There is also the heart. So this is about putting the heart above the mind for a period and saying, you've been trying to do everything from the, what's the right thing to do? What's the logical thing to do? What makes the most sense? It's always been this very left brain, mind centered, follow all the rules way of being. And that's not going to work anymore. And it's not going to work through this transition. It is time to lean into your intuition, your creativity, your emotions, and to let those things guide you. And that might feel really scary if you've always been on the, I follow all the rules and I do everything right and I do exactly what's expected of me and I check all of society's boxes. And that's what's caused the pressure. You're like, I did all of the things I was supposed to do to be happy and I'm not happy and it's not working. And it's like, yeah, that's because you're not supposed to be that person. That's not who you're supposed to be. So tying it back to what I was saying up top about Pluto and Aquarius and the coming into Aquarius season and it being about like shaking the foundations of how we do everything, moving into a radical, more forward thinking, less conventional way of doing things. This is not just you. This is a reading for the collective. So this is a lot of us. Things you've been putting up with that are no longer tolerable, they have to go. Ways that you've been working that are no longer tolerable, they have to go. Rigid views that you've clung to about money, time, control, productivity, power, work, they have to go. And that might be scary, but your spirit guides want you to know that's what you're designed to do. That's what you're here to do. That is the correct thing to do. It is time to go beyond what's normal because what's been normal up till now is how you've gotten the results that you've gotten and you're not happy here. So the only solution is to go beyond. You've got to do something different. And there is freedom in letting go of these things. And there's maybe been a fear in the past that if you let go of these things, like everything in your life will fall apart. And also that like you will have disastrous consequences, especially as it pertains to abundance, right? When we have these old rigid views about money and time and work, it can be so hard to get out of this idea that the only way to make money is from working harder and harder and harder and more and more hours. And if I don't do that, then how am I going to be successful? If I'm not in the career I thought I was going to be in, how am I going to make money? There's only one way to do it. And when we're stuck there, it can be really hard to trust that another outcome is possible or that if we let go of that, that our life isn't going to just fall apart. It's not. You have to get into this trust that the old way of doing things is not the only way of doing things. And it is certainly not the right way to be doing things now, because if it was, you'd be happy and it would all be working. And that's not what's happening. So it's got to go. 
final message from our spirit guides for how to bring this into manifestation in the 3D is Pandora's gift. Pandora, all gifted and all giving. What is inside Pandora's box? If you know the legend, it's hope, right? So this is about reminding yourself that if you're getting into some kind of fatalistic thinking, I keep thinking that it's all about this block everything related to these ideas that are holding you back about if I don't do the things that I've been doing, or if I don't keep thinking the way I'm thinking, operating the way I'm operating, working really hard in a direction that's not working, then everything's going to go bad. This is like, where's your hope at? Where is your faith that everything is going to be okay? Where's your hope that the world can work differently? Where's your hope that you can be different? Where's your hope that your relationships can be different? The hope that guides us through the biggest challenges and the darkest times that comes to lift us up when we're in those really difficult places, that's what you need right now to bring this transition into being. So if you're trapped in fear and that's what's blocking you, you're being told you need to get on the hope train. You need to shift everything over. You need to put all of your focus into your hope. It's not foolish. It's not immature. It's not naive for you to hope. It's the engine. It is the fuel that is going to help you make this transition if all you've been able to focus on is being afraid that if you make these changes, everything's going to go bad. We got to get out of fear. And the way that you're being invited out of fear is into hope. That's all I'm going to say about that one. So I asked uh, Spirit for a a shadow for us to focus on. And this reading just could not be any more repetitive and clear. It's really trying to drive this home for us. Uh, The shadow card that we got is get wild. This is about your wild nature, your primal nature, not your conditioned, societal, appropriate, polite, buttoned up nature. This is about who you are underneath, who you are at your core, who you are as a mammal. This is about your inherent wildness and bringing more of your wildness, your intuition, your inherent mammal nature to the way that you're living your life. Uh, This card asks, like, when you get in touch with your wildness, like, ask your wildness how it wants to move and move that way. If your wildness was a sound, what would it sound like? If your wildness was a taste, what would it taste like? Get in touch with your own primal, intuitive nature and let that be in charge for a little bit. Brain has got to take the back seat for this transition. Your brain can help you, but we bring our brain online to help strategize the heart's plans, not the other way around. The other thing that comes up, the animal for this card is the wolf. So thinking about prowling, thinking about being with your pack, thinking about being instinctual in your pursuit of what's important to you, thinking about right, there's no convention, there's no what's appropriate. If you're a wolf, you got to like shed all of that and be in your primal, your desire, your hunger, your fearlessly going after what is yours and what will nourish you. The plant medicine for this card is blackberry. It talks about growing and blossoming and fruiting even under the wildest of conditions, even when there's no water off of the side of train tracks, but also having thorns this beautiful, this sweet, this juicy, this delectable, and will cut you if you try to take from it. Um, So 
tapping into your wildness and leaning into, because this is in the placement of what is our shadow for this season, where has our wildness been tamed? Where have we been taught that our wildness is dangerous, not just to us, but to others around us, that our wildness is inappropriate, that our intuition is going to lead us astray, that our animal nature is not trustworthy? Where have we been taught to shove our wildness down because it's unpalatable or inappropriate? And what is it like? How does our life change when we let that wildness back out, when we let ourselves feel it and experience it and share it with ourselves and with others in our lives, that's what needs to be examined right now. That's what's going to help us get out of this conditioned block. And that is also what's going to help us tap into the hope that we're looking for that will sustain us through this transition. So 23 minutes. That's short for me for a reading, but I feel like it was very clear and knew exactly what it wanted to say. So that's what it is. And I'm going to leave it right there. Kay, love you. Bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time. So many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at intuitive edge coaching. Have a great day.